Hey there, Ebenezer Youth. My name is Will, and I am the youth pastor here at Ebenezer Baptist Church, and I have the beautiful opportunity to talk on a concept that is very near and dear to my own heart. In this series that we've been on, in the Gospel of John, we're now in part seven, our final part of our series, and we're going to be talking about mission, and specifically the mandate of mission that we get from Jesus. We find the concept of mission in all four Gospels and in the book of Acts, very evidently as ascending mission. And we see that this pace of story of Jesus of Nazareth is like that. Jesus is born, he walks this earth, teaches, performs miracles, and makes claims. He's put on death by crucifixion, resurrects from the grave. And when Jesus goes and resurrects and he reveals himself to the people, before he ascends to heaven, he gives his people a mandate of mission. The mission he calls all of his believers to. Right now, we are in the Gospel of John, and we're going to look at what John is telling us about mission. You see, in John, the last thing Jesus does is he gives us a call to be on mission. And this passage is short, and we're going to be looking at it today, but it's so important and we cannot miss it. In the Gospel of John, John 20 verse 21, Jesus tells us this. Think of me reading it as if these are Jesus' very last words to you. Jesus says it this way. As the Father has sent me... I am sending you, says Jesus in John 20, verse 21. You see, this is the key passage we're going to be working on today. Jesus says that the Father sent him, Jesus, to this earth, and now Jesus is going back up and sending us out. The last thing Jesus does is to send us on mission. We see that Jesus' plan for the world to know his name is us. But before I go further with that thought, we need to understand what this verse means and what Jesus sending us means, and I believe we need to find a solid definition of what mission means. So what we're going to do is we're going to read out this quote by a man named Steve Ott who defines mission in his book called The Theology of Mission, and it's a very brilliant quote. He says this, Mission is the sending activity of God with the purpose of reconciling people to himself and bringing them into his kingdom, fallen men and women from every single nation for his glory. And this is for all people who are followers of Jesus. And I want to draw something out. All people who follow Jesus are called by Jesus in three different capacities, up, in, and out. Up meaning that they are up in a relationship with God, in meaning they're in the community with God, and out meaning they're out in the mission field, trying to show others about Jesus, becoming a part of a Jesus revolution, a revolution for Jesus. So what we're doing today is we're trying to understand what the mission of Jesus is, is so crucial. Literally, when Jesus rose from the grave, he gave a mandate, and it was that his community, the people who are in the community of God, would individually and collectively be on mission. Imagine if Jesus came up to you and his last words were that as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. How would that change you? Would that not motivate you to be on mission for Jesus? And so what we need to do is we need to understand this concept and what that might mean for us today a bit better. So I believe we need to understand how the Bible reveals what mission is and how we can be better people to be on mission. So what we're going to be doing right now is we're going to be going through a quick survey biblically on understanding what mission is on the Bible's terms. And this will help us to understand why Jesus and John would say something like, as the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. So if you brought a Bible with you, I invite you to go to Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3. Genesis is the first book in the Bible. And Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3 says this, The Lord had said to Abraham, 
leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. This is a crucial verse because we see that Genesis is the first book in the Bible, and this passage I just read out is arguably the first encounter we get of God being on mission with specific people in the Bible. And you see, there is a mandate here. God gives Abraham a promise, a call, to lead the nation of Israel to be a light of the world so that others may know who God is. Our scripture canon breaks down from Genesis to Revelation, that is 66 books with an Old Testament and a New Testament. And we see in Genesis 12, this passage is important because God's mission is what spans from Genesis, the first book, all the way to Revelation, the last book. God's mission is revealed throughout the entirety of scripture and it starts early and it does not end there. So in the rest of the Old Testament, from Abraham will come a nation called Israel, and some great people will be called to lead Israel, such as Moses, King David, people who are after God's own heart and on his mission. And Israel will have many poor leaders. In fact, most people are poor leaders in the biblical narrative who will not lead Israel so well. In fact, what is an unfortunate reality is most leaders of Israel are very bad leaders and are not seen on mission for God. But what's interesting to note is something about God's mission that we see is that it is incomplete in the Old Testament. As God's plan for mission is unfolded through the Old Testament, it doesn't point to completion. Rather, the Old Testament points to awaiting, awaiting for someone who will redeem the world from their sins. And that person is Jesus of Nazareth. It is incredible because Jesus was predicted hundreds of times in the Old Testament to be the messianic king to redeem our world. So Jesus comes onto this earth he lives a perfect life, he teaches the scriptures like no other has before, and he does so with unprecedented authority. And through Jesus' death and his resurrection, we just taught through it, Jesus becomes the source of becoming the blessing of all nations. And as Christians, we see that mission starts at the cross. Jesus dying on the cross is the cornerstone to biblical mission. Through Jesus' death and resurrection by crucifixion on the cross, Every person from every nation can now be on mission to be able to have eternal life through Jesus, to be in the community of God, up with the relationship with God, and out. Jesus dying on the cross means a lot of things, but when it comes to mission, Chris Wright, a scholar about mission, talking about his book called The Mission of God, Wright says this, All Christian mission flows from the cross as its source, its power, and that which defined its scope. It is vital that we see the cross as central and integral to every aspect of holistic biblical mission. That is, of all we do in the name of the crucified and risen Jesus. Mission starts at the cross. Jesus redeemed us at it. And this is what we've talked about in these last two messages. From me on the death of Jesus, Bryce on the resurrection of Jesus, we see that these are where things start, but it is not where it ends. From the beginning of scripture, God has a plan that ultimately will point to Jesus. God's plan for mission today is us. There's a famous saying that says, it's not that the church has a mission, but that the mission of God is the church. We were Jesus' plan to reach the world for God. It could not be more obvious than it is in the Gospel of Matthew and Jesus' very last words that we find in Matthew's Gospel. Jesus says this at the very end. He says, I have been given 
all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you even to the end of the age. That is the mandate of mission. This verse that we would go make disciples of all the nations, that we will go and teach the new believers everything that we've been taught. Jesus, the universal Lord of life, gives a universal commission of life. God's mission is not only for people to receive forgiveness in Christ, but also to find a deep level of discipleship as followers of Jesus. And we have to take this seriously. God's mission is to use us for others. It starts with having a willing heart. I love how this is revealed in the book of Isaiah. When God is looking to use somebody, Isaiah responds this way. In Isaiah verse 6, 8, it says this, Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, Here I am. Send me. God chooses us in redeeming and building his kingdom. It is so crucial for us not only to be inwardly building ourselves to be more like Jesus, as it is crucial to share our faith as ambassadors, as witnesses, outwardly in how we live in action and how we communicate with words. We must be willing to say, here I am, send me God. Are you willing to be sent on mission for Jesus? And I have one very practical application for you today. In this idea of mission, the simple thing I have for you is you need to see yourself on mission for God everywhere you go. That is, if you genuinely believe Jesus is your Lord, that he has changed and can change your life, would you not think that you need to be on mission for him every year, every week, every day, every hour, every minute, and every second of your life? I know for me, that's what I believe. And maybe my question for you is, do you see yourself on mission for God everywhere you go? And I would ask you why or why not, but then I would ask, if not, how might you start seeing yourself on mission everywhere you go? Where would you start? You see, where we start is simply where our feet are. You need to see yourself on mission on the place that you are. Often we think of mission as we're going to go to somewhere across the world and be missionaries, but no. Mission, living for Jesus, starts right where we are. And so, that is my application for you. And we see, though, in the last words of John, Jesus says this, or John says this, about Jesus. It says, Jesus also did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the world could not contain the books that would be written. John 21, 25. This book, John, ends by telling us how amazing Jesus is. That they could not even be contained on the things that he did. And Jesus' application for us, out of what he has done for us, is simply to go out and be on mission, to live a life where we'd be seen as ambassadors, influencers, disciples, for the sake and for the person of Jesus. So would you accept that call and be on mission for Jesus? Let me pray to end off the series. God, I thank you for today and this opportunity to share and to speak about your mission. And I pray that as I've spoken, that you have been able to make me less so that you could become great and that it would be for your honor and for your glory. We thank you that you're good. We thank you that you're God. And we pray that we would see ourselves on mission for you everywhere we go. 
So I thank you for this day you've given us, Jesus. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Awesome. I'll see you later, Ebenezer Youth.